Whether you're working at home or in the office, attending grammar school or college, there always seems to be an okay, let's get serious again mindset after Labor Day. And from the looks of things, tax authorities feel that way too. Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of the Fiona Show, hot off the press, cross border solutions weekly transfer pricing in the news podcast. What's Poland's latest move to crack down on tax avoidance? Will advanced pricing agreements become a thing of the past for certain Mexican factories? And what's really going to happen with digital services taxes after Pillar 1 and 2 officially come into play? The suspense is over. We've got the answers to all those mind bogglers right here. But first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai tpu. tax authorities everywhere. Intercompany royalty payments and service transactions are often used for legitimate intercompany business, not profit shifting. But for the Polish tax authorities, that sentiment may take some convincing. Years after the initial BEPS initiative, Poland continues to take aggressive measures against tax avoidance. The latest, a new tax bill dubbed the Polish deal, includes a corporate minimum income tax as a special anti-avoidance measure. The Corporate minimum tax would be imposed on taxpayers in a loss position from reasons other than capital gains and when economic activity is equal to less than 1% of its tax revenue. Certain taxpayers would be exempt startups, financial institutions, taxpayers whose revenue decreased at least 30% from the year prior, and taxpayers with simple corporate structures. Tax authorities estimate a 450 million euros return. That's at least 532 million U.S. dollars from the deal. And if you've been reading the tax news lately, you may have noticed that the rest of the world has been busy negotiating a global minimum tax, which for now stands at, quote, at least 15 percent, unquote. How much is Poland's? It equals 10 percent of a base derived from a sum of numbers computed by algorithms and formulas. The Polish deal would repeal Poland's 2018 anti-avoidance provisions, which limited the deductibility of intercompany service payment and royalties and drove an increase in the number of advanced pricing agreements in the country. If the bill passes, it will make new APAs less advantageous for companies. Of course, the Polish deal, which doesn't sound like much of a deal at all, still needs to make it through Parliament. If it passes, you can expect taxpayers to fall in line at the start of 2022. 
One of the potential deal breakers for the United States in signing on for the OECD's global tax reform has long been the question of digital services taxes. These unilateral taxes are often imposed on revenue, not profits, for digital services like online advertising, and they are issued in varying amounts at the discretion of each individual country, 3% by Belgium, 5% by Czech, 7.5% by Hungary, and so on. The question the U.S. has been asking is, if we sign, will these taxes go away? Okay, that's the polite version of the negotiations. According to the OECD in July, the answer was a simple yes. In fact, the organization said the plan includes, quote, the removal of all digital services taxes and other relevant similar measures on all companies. But now some experts are thinking these unilateral levies may be here to stay. Pillar 1 reallocates amount A, residual profits, based on where revenue is earned, not a company's physical presence, but only a small number of companies, 79 at last count, will be affected. Some countries may feel like companies should pay some kind of digital services tax, and some experts think tax authorities will reinstate those levies under another name. Looks like advanced pricing agreements may no longer be an option for factories in Mexico known as maquiadoras. Mexico's Office of the Treasury and Public Credit just proposed a bill for these companies, which are factories located on the Mexican side of the U.S.-Mexico border, to determine taxable income by means of a safe harbor as opposed to advanced pricing agreements. The problem for the factories is the safe harbor strategy stands to increase their taxes by at least 30%. Currently, companies operating under Mexico's maquiadora regime can opt for advanced pricing agreements or safe harbor rules. Under safe harbor rules, the company's tax base is determined by calculating 6.9% of the total revenue of the assets or 6.5% of operating costs, whichever is greater, naturally. In 2020, 456 maquiadoras opted for APAs while more than 600 opted for safe harbors. Still, having the choice is a huge benefit as the method used can drastically affect a company's taxable income. The safe harbor advantage, of course, is simplicity. The rules and calculations are straightforward. However, for some companies, that comes at a price. The bill will be in the negotiation stage until October 31st, but don't hold your breath. It's expected to fly through without issue. The government claims the move away from APAs isn't to raise more tax revenue, it's to improve efficiency. Given that so much time and so many resources go into APA revisions, the government thinks they're not the solution they were supposed to be. Of course, we can't help but notice the move to safe harbor rules will free up tax authorities to focus on audits. But then maybe that's just a coincidence. Wink, wink. And would you look at that? Now you're caught up on the latest in transfer pricing. Feeling the runner's high of a quick jog through the headlines? Well, then you're going to love the other shows in Cross-Border Solutions Tax Podcast Suite. That's the Fiona Show R&D Tax Credit, the Fiona Show Tax Provision, and our anchor podcast, the Fiona Show Transfer Pricing. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Fiona 
Fiona show hot off the press, and we'll keep you up to date on the latest regulation changes in the jurisdictions that matter to you the most. My name is Matthew DeMello, and they let me host, edit, and engineer this podcast. Mary Lynn Mitchumstrom is our executive producer and wrote today's script. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you next week.